Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. This week, well, it's a bit of a novel week on the PGA Tour. It's the Zurich Classic of New Orleans at TPC Louisiana, and this is the only team event on the regular PGA Tour season. So, full field event, the guys get all the bells and whistles that go with a win, but they're playing in teams this week. Elk, do you like this being a little bit of a break from the norm? I do. And I think one other wrinkle in this is there's some super teams this week. I mean, super powerful teams at the top of this board. But also, did you know that if you're exempt for the Zurich Classic, you're actually allowed to invite any other player that's on a tour? So down the list you look, you'll see some names you haven't seen before. We may talk about a few of them that are surprises. So that player, for example, uh, let's say it was Will Zalatoris, he gets to invite basically whoever he wants, someone that he played with on Corn Ferry or, or whatever. You, you'll, you'll unload that story because I know probably he's going to be up on your board. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know, this, I have a lot of affinity for this course. I built this course with Pete Dye in 2004. I learned so much from him about, oh, about everything about uh, golf course architecture, and it's going to be uh, – it's an interesting week. You know, it's a four ball on day one. What is it? Yes, rounds one and three are four ball, so best ball pretty much. So each guy will play their own ball for the full hole, the full round. If one guy makes par, one guy makes birdie, then it counts as a birdie for the team. And then Friday and Sunday are foursomes or alternate shots. So the guys will decide who tees off on the odd holes, the even holes, and then they just take turns hitting the ball pretty much. Yeah, the... The, this tournament, Diane, will be won with the alternate shot where they only play one ball between them. Can you imagine two tour players coming to your local club and playing a four ball? How many members would you have to put against them to beat a pair of tour players in a four ball? They're all going to do pretty well in this, the, uh, as you said, Thursday and Saturday. But the, sun, the, the Friday, Sunday, where there's only one ball, we see it in Ryder Cup, we see it in President's Cup. Uh, experience it's it's tough because you've got to you hit your tee shot and then you're 
wherever it goes, you've left your player that shot. So scrambling and putting come into play. We saw Mark Leishman and Cam Smith, two of the best chippers on the whole tour last year. Very good friends. They need chemistry to put that together. And they they won this event last year. How are they going to look this year? And Scotty Scheffler, of course, is back from Augusta. He's with Ryan Palmer, who this is the third number one player he's played with. He played with Jordan Speed. He played with John Rahm and they won it. And now he's with Scotty Scheffler. Do they just love Ryan Palmer, is he the most favourite guy on the whole PGA Tour? I don't know what Ryan does to recruit these guys. I don't know if his wife's baking them cookies or what it is because he's uh, he's figured something out. But we'll move on to talk about him. You mentioned Cam Smith and Mark Leishman and that friendship. That's really something that I've taken into account when I've made all my picks this week. But Elk, you glossed over something at the beginning. We need to go all the way back to 2004. So you said this is a Pete Dye design course. We saw that last week with Harbour Town Golf Links as well. This course is very different and very unique. And you were actually brought in to co-design the course with him, which is just amazing. Um, now, and you know, New Orleans, it's wetlands, it's the bayou, and I know that it caused a lot of problems in the in the design of the course. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at the history of New Orleans, Diane, can he? Oh, you can't. He can't hear me. Can you? Can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you look at the history of New Orleans, it's the whole town. Diane is below sea level, so the first big job that Pete Dye uh, had to do, not so much me, was he had to figure out how to drain this piece of land that's beautifully positioned over your shoulder there, hole number 16, that, that is, drivable par four. Um, Pete died back then, you know, he, he was so interesting to work with. He's so into getting into drainage and what you can't see. Yes, we've been, we've just seen TPC Sawgrass, we've just seen uh, Harbour Town, two of his you know, iconic gem courses, very tricky on the angles, a lot of visual intimidation. This course only has plus or minus three feet of elevation. That's as deep as we could go. As you know, in New Orleans, Diane, when the, the cemeteries, they have to put people above ground because everything sinks. On the 18th hole, we tried to build a big spectator mound down the left side. We put 100 truckloads of sand and, and, and uh, material in there one day. And by the time we got back there the next morning, it was underground. It was flat again. So where to go? Who stole the hundred, who sold the hundred truckloads? And it just sinks. So we finished up uh, just having plus or minus three feet. Pete puts these tiny little bunkers. A lot of players were so chapped off about these small bunkers, but you know, he said to me once, he said, Elk, if I could stand on the tee, have the tour player stand on the tee, and they're worried about a bunker out there that's three feet wide, I've totally done my job. I am so in their head, it's unreal. And when we did the course, he would say, I'm going to put this bunker here for, for this type of player because I know they're going to try to shoot across this bunker, and I'm going to totally trap him. It was like a, it was like a Monopoly game for him. He, he had he tempted players to go on this distance and then he, he had something awful to greet them if they went that way. And it was, it's a very strategic angle type golf course. Okay. And um, what kind of feedback did you get from the players once the course opened and they were playing it and experiencing everything that you guys had done? Well, when you go to New Orleans, uh, we played a couple of different ones and English term was a great course we played there. But I think I think TPC in general, just look at the field. I mean, the guys love coming down to New Orleans. They've got all the 
all the food. They've got this golf course is in perfect condition. It's a, it's a very fair golf course. Pete Dye is a great designer. My job was basically to, basically my job was to make sure that he didn't go too crazy. And he, back in 2004, he sent me a set of drawings. He wanted to be the first designer to build an 8,000-yard course. That was in 2004. Do you think Pete Dye knew what he was doing? I mean, you could probably play an 8,000-yard course today with the tour players as far as they hit the ball. And I said, Pete, if I sign off on 8,000 yards and I go back in the locker room and these guys heard that I signed off on an 8,000-yard course, I won't have a career. I'll get chopped up in the locker room. So I don't know what we finished, 74 or so, but it's a, it's a very fair golf course and uh, it's super fun to play and the guys love it. What did you learn about Pete Dye and Pete Dye design courses after working with him? Well, I, I know, I think because I studied agronomy and horticulture, Dye, I was very interested in that. But what I learned the most from him about was how to get a golf course to drain. You know, when you think of these great courses like Pebble Beach or um, Augusta National, they're so dry. I mean, we saw Augusta get all that rain and it you know, became dry. So how they build all the under drainage of it is so important. And I'm going to do a drawing for you later today and sort of show you what we did there. Very interesting. Build a moat around this golf course and we lowered the water table. Everything on that golf course had to go down into a moat and then we pumped it back out to the ocean. So, or into one of these canals. So it's very interesting to get this place up and dry. Once we did that and you're dealing with this sinking phenomenon they have in New Orleans, then it became all strategy. How are we going to trick these players? And I was just basically like a kid following around Pete Dye. Can you imagine him taking on me as a, like a co-designer? I mean, what am I doing there? I have no business being there. But it was very, very informative for me. It was fantastic. It was the greatest experience of my life. Yeah, amazing. Good. Well, we're going to see the course. We've got all of Elk's drawings as well. So he's given you a little bit of strategy for every single hole. And um, we'll be posting those on our app and on all of our social media throughout the week as well. Right. So we need to get into some of these teams because we have some very, very interesting teams. We have some pairings that you look at and you're just like, oh, my gosh. You know, Mark Leishman and Cam Smith, who won last year. And look at how Cam's been playing since then. So they're an absolute force to be reckoned with. At the top of the board, Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland, two guys they played together last year but they went through college together. So they kind of graduated onto the PGA Tour at the same time. They're good friends. I mean, what other teams really stand out to you, Elk? Well, when you start to look at the way we did it this week, we took all the stats of each individual player. For example, let's take uh, Morikawa and uh, Hovland. We took their individual stats, let's say on proximity to the hole. Let's say as Morikawa is a 10th, on the tour and Hovland's a fifth. We combined those and we did an average of those. And where would they stack up to every every other team in this event? And of course, this team, Hovland and uh, Morikawa, they're ranked, they're ranked number one in proximity to the hole this week. Of all the teams put together of their combination stats, they're one in proximity to the hole, they're 17th in driving distance, they're 23rd in scrambling, not even out of the green. They're seventh in putting combined, and they're number one in birdies. So there's a reason they're at the top of the board, Diane. Uh, they're not my pick to win this week, however. I don't know if they're yours or not, but I wanted to sort of break down how we're thinking about it because, as you said at the top of the show there, it's got a lot to do with chemistry, and this tournament's going to be one with the alternate shot. 
yes, four ball, there's going to be some runaway scores with the 10, 12, you know, under on this. You know, we see it at the Shark shootout where we're just playing best ball. But things get tight, Diane, when you play alternate shot. You don't want to let your partner down. If you pull a shot and miss a green, is the other player a good enough chipper to be able to keep the momentum going? Yeah. I'm looking heavily at chipping teams, Diane, and putting teams. Okay. Um, and we last year went to a playoff with Louis Oosthuizen and Charles, Charles Schwartzel. <laughs> I can never say his name. And, you know, they're... You know, you you probably wouldn't have looked at them as being one of the favourite teams at the start of the week. So it just kind of shows that you know you do have that camaraderie and the especially as you say in the alternate alternate shot format, that's really going to be key. Um, before we get into our picks, any other teams that are really standing out? Oh yeah, I mean there's some stories. I mean, tell me the story about Will's Delatoris and his partner. You know that story. I mean they've they've got to be one of the favourite teams. Will's not a great not the greatest putter. Um, why don't you tell me who he's playing with this week? Well, I might leave that for a little while. <laughs> okay. All right. There's a bit uh, of a tease. Um, I tell yeah, you, there's yeah, one it, team that I wanted to ask you about that uh, we talked about on the phone yesterday. Bill and Jay Haas are playing together. <laughs> yeah, that goes. I mean, Jay Haas, I don't want to. I'm, I'm 59 years old. Jay Haas is way older than me. So I'm going to say he's. 63. I'm not even going to say he's way older than that, but maybe he's 70. I don't know. But we talked about the uh, whether Jay uh, has been invited by his son, Bill. So is this the first ever father-son combination? What can they do this week? Um, yes, there is a lot of teams this week. And, you know, they have these walk-up songs. We saw last year Cam Smith had the mullet and Mark Leishman showed up on the first tee on Sunday with a big, long wig and, of course, Mark Leishman uh, said that he was the one that started Cam Smith on this run because he carried him during this event and got him over to Kapalua, which he won this year and then won the Players' Championship. Leishman, of course, is taking credit for Cam Smith's all of his success, Diane. Um, Max Honma and Taylor Gooch are an interesting combination for me. They're both good strikers, both uh, good attitudes. Again, you mentioned it. I mentioned it. Experience. I think a, a team to watch is a is a Lowry Poulter. Uh, Ian Poulter probably has one of the best record. Well, he does have the best European record in Ryder Cup history. Very good under pressure in in uh, in alternate shot play. Very good clutch putter. Shane Lowry is getting totally frustrated with his not being able to pick up a trophy, considering how well he's played. Can Poulter? pull him up out of that slight little bit of a, uh, you know, doldrums enough to pull them across the line. If there's ever a guy that could do it, it would be Poulter. And then uh, you mentioned it at the top of the show, but Ryan Palmer and Scotty Scheffler. Palmer won this event in 2019 with John Ram. We talk about the fact that he's very good at picking world number ones and there's nobody hotter on the planet than Scotty Scheffler right now. Um, I remember I asked Ryan Palmer how the partnership with Ram came about and he said that he texted him at the beginning of the year and just said like, hey, you know, he'd played with Jordan for years. Jordan wasn't playing in the event anymore. And he said, hey, do you fancy teaming up? And Ram was like, yeah, of course. And and they won. So I really want to know about how the Scheffler pairing came about. Well, why don't we call uh, 
our own Ryan Palmer, secret golf contributor, and find out. We'll get on that today and report back to you. But I don't think it's going to happen for them this week, Diane. I think Scotty Scheffler is going to be hitting his balls to the right all week. And do you know why? Because he's going to shake so many hands. His right hand is going to be so tired that he won't be able to use it. And he's not going to be able to use his right hand. And he's going to push all the shots because he's every person is going to come up and want to talk to Scotty. And it's going to so be an amazing distraction to him. I'm so happy for Scotty Sheffer. Of course, they both play at Royal Oaks um, up in Dallas. I think Scotty, uh, I think Ryan Palmer has a little bit of a help in getting Scotty over there and doing all the stuff they do there with his coaches. Both have the same coach in Dallas. Um, oh, that's it. Yes. It, yeah, it's going to be a, a homecoming for Scotty to come back on tour and everybody talk to you. I remember when guys would win the green jacket, Diane, they'd come back on tour and it was just a mad dash to them. You know, you walk over, you tell them, oh, man, the shot you hit at 12, that's what did it. And they have to relive that with you. Imagine doing that 150 times this week and all the crowd. And, and so Scotty's going to be exhausted. They're probably going to finish tied for fifth. But I'm not picking him in the win this week. Well, if all this talk of golf is getting you in the mood for a trip, then why not think about heading overseas to my homeland of Scotland and visiting Dundonald Links? Now, if you haven't done it already, I'm sure that Scottish golf trip is on your bucket list, but make it a reality. And if you are doing it, make sure you check out Dundonald Links because they're one of the host venues for the final qualifying of the Open this year. And they're hosting the Trust Women's Scottish Open in July. So they underwent this huge £25 million development and basically it's the ultimate five-star luxury golf resort. The lodges are all clustered together and I mean golf runs through everything here because there's a designated equipment room for all your clubs. Each cluster of lodges surrounds a practice putting green and there's all the furnishings and plush surroundings that you'd expect. So it really is the perfectly peaceful stay in the heart of golf, right in the middle of Scotland. So check it out online, dundonaldlinks.com and well, add that to that bucket list golf trip to Scotland. Right, well, let's get into our picks then because we're each gonna give an outright favorite, one to watch, and then a dark horse kind of high rod long shot. Um, do you wanna start with your favorite team yeah. this week? Absolutely. I'm I'm going with no surprise here. I'm going with the defending champs, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman. I don't even have to go down the list very far to tell you that those are the two best chippers probably on the planet. Uh, they they played together in the Olympics. They played together in President's Cups. Uh, Cam Smith is on a heater. He's won twice already. Could have won the Masters with one loose shot at the 12th hole. It'll haunt him for a while. But uh, And Mark Leishman, of course, is one of the great putters. Is anyone ever in the history of the world putt better from six or eight feet other than Scotty Scheffler than Cam Smith. And does he pitch the ball? We saw what he did at 18 at the Players' Championship under the most pressure. Of course, Mark Leishman is in the shadow right now, but he's as good a chipper and putter, as good a competitor. Having a good year, hasn't won anything, but he's won a boatload of cash. He's been there a ton of times. Those two are absolutely head and shoulders my favorite this week. 
Okay, well, they're 10 to 1. So they're definitely one of the favorite teams, you know, defending champions. I am going with the team that came out when we did our re-ranking, as you explained at the start of the show. These guys came out third on our list. And I'm looking for a little bit of spice from the Chilean duo of Mito Pereira and Joaquin Neiman. You know, these guys are really good friends. They play a lot of practice rounds together. They know each other's games inside out and they were actually paired together in the final round at the RBC on Sunday, which I thought was quite cool. But they're both in form. They both had really good weeks at Harbour Town. You know, fantastic ball strikers. We know about Neiman's approach game. Mito Pereira is really good on the greens and his putting stats for the PGA Tour season so far are fantastic. So I think the two of them together, you know, you've got that friend kind of element to it. And yeah, I think that they are two young dynamic guys who are going to be really making a lot of moves over the next year or so on the PGA Tour. So I think as a team, watch out for the boys from Chile. The only thing spicier than New Orleans is your pick for the top this week. <laughs> and they're 25 <laughs> the to 1. I thought the odds were good, you know, 25 to 1, especially when you look at where, you know, these team stats that we put together this week. They're fifth in scrambling, seventh in proximity to the hole, 20th in birdie average, 15th in driving distance. I mean, they've got it all going on right now. So. This is, that's their combined together. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's, it, that's correct. Well, that's a that's a good pick. I mean, also, you know, you you got you're tapping into that friendship thing, right? They 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 can speak to one another in their native language. They can talk whatever they want to do. They hit it low. It gets windy over there. They'll be fine. It's going to be great. Okay, right. So moving on to our one to watch. So slightly higher odds. Who you got for this one? Well, I wouldn't have picked these two uh, until last until Sunday. Um, two of the secret golf guys. Um, Patton Kaziah and JT Poston. JT Poston's been just sort of wandering around out on tour, not doing too much. Patton Kaziah's quietly putting together a very solid season. We know these two guys. I mean, the only guy that puts almost copied Crenshaw is Patton Kaziah's putting. And the other guy that puts almost as good as him is JT Poston. I mean, <laughs> the only difference between JT Poston and Patton Kaziah than Cam Smith is we haven't seen those two right up close like we have Cam on TV putting. But these two guys are brilliant. JT Poston shot 64 on Sunday to finish third at Hilton Head, uh, pulled himself right out of the doldrums, Diane, right back into the thick of it. Those two are best friends. Um, they've got a great attitude. They grew up together, basically. Great putters. Those two are my ones to watch this week. Yeah, as you say, they're both secret golf contributors, so we know them both very well. They live together in Sea Island and they play a lot together on their off weeks. So again, two guys that they know each other's games really well. Um, I like both in form, both in form and both putt very well and not going to be embarrassed if they miss a green. When I play with Greg Norman in the President's Cups and everything like that, Diane, we won the Shark Shootout and had to play this format. I would say to Greg on the first tee, I'm going to apologize for any bad shots I hit now. I'm not going to apologize out on the golf course because that's too embarrassing if I miss a shot. Okay. And uh, he said, "He said, all right, I'll I'll accept that apology. Will you take mine? And then from now on, we won't say we won't apologize to either one of us. We we <laughs> had a success that way. Those those two boys, they're not going to be apologizing. They go like, okay, go get it up and down, JT. Do yeah. your thing. Yeah. Do your thing, Patton. I love that painting. What odds have we got for them? 
You'll have to tell me my glasses, my, my sheet is so small. They are 60 to one. That's a good, that's a great number. Really good, really good number. Um, right, well, my ones to watch are 35 to one. And again, I told you, this is my theme that is running throughout in that these guys are really good friends. Will Zalatoris and Davis Riley. So they played junior golf together. They've known each other since they were tiny little kids. So they've always been competing against each other. Junior golf, then they actually lived together because when Riley was contemplating whether or not he wanted to turn pro after college, called up Will. Will was like, come and live with me in Dallas. So they lived together for years. They, they play at the same club together. They did the Corn Ferry Tour at the same time, graduated to the PGA Tour around about the same time. So they've just, they know each other's games. They're friends. They play against each other all the time. They say that when they play these games against each other, these matches at their home club, they want to kill each other. <laughs> but they also, you know, when they're out on the PGA Tour, they're supporting each other endlessly. So I think great pairing. We know what Will Zalatoris can do, but Davis Riley has been putting together a great rookie season, two top tens, runner up at the Valspar just a few weeks ago. And I think they're really gonna relish the chance to play together as a team and make some great memories. So Will Zalatoris and Davis Riley plus 3,500 are my one to watch pairing. I've only seen David Riley, as you said, at the uh, at Innisbrook this year, where he finished second. But Will Zalatoris is basically a Ferrari uh, waiting to explode out of the, out of the uh, onto the track. I mean, this guy, we see him at the Masters. He he has had a little trouble with his putting, and hopefully, he can get that under control because he has that breakaway speed on the tour. That is in comparison, where he just can dominate you don't have that many guys out there anymore that can just totally dominate from tee to green and Zalatoris has that so that's very interesting Diane I think my team's better but that's okay we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for another <laughs> we'll leave that for another time right and then the why don't you horse. give me your dark horse okay. yeah you give me yeah. your dark horse because I'm going way down again like I normally do I know and mine is a little bit lame this week but we're, I'm rolling with it they're 200 to one and the reason I'm going with these guys is that they finished third last year, only one shot off that playoff with the South Africans and the Aussies. And it's Peter Uline and Richie Wierenski. Now, remember Richie was putting together last season, he had some fantastic finishes and he was playing really good. Um, there's been nothing remarkable about his play this season so far. Peter Uline hasn't really had any remarkable finishes, but Every now and again, you'll see him jump up to that top part of the leaderboard and he'll put together a super low round. So these guys, again, they're friends. They're back together after finishing third here last year. So a little element of unfinished business. They know what they can do around this course. Their stats are actually all right. And at 200 to one, I think it's worth looking at Richie Wierenski and Peter Uline once again. Well, I like it. I also have a 200 to one. I forgot to mention at the top about uh, Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. Those two are a dangerous team too. You know, there's a lot of teams here I wish I could have talked about, but of course Burns is from Louisiana and Billy Horschel will have that nice calming effect to those two. Uh, not that Burns needs it, but we talked about at the Masters where Burns didn't have any experience at, his, at Augusta. It was his first event. He was the hottest player coming in, almost as hot as Scheffler, didn't make the cut. 
couldn't read the greens, couldn't get it done at Augusta. Now he goes back home where he's playing so well, he won at Tampa. And now he's got an old guy, older guy, Billy Horschel there. That's going to be a dangerous pair. Diane, my 200 to one pick this week, I went with stats. And I told you at the top of the show, you know, what's the best putting team of the whole, you know, field this week combined if you pushed them together? Well, I'm I'm taking the fourth best putting team combined and the 15th most birdie team. So they're right at the top in those two stats. They're not the longest off the tee. They're not the best proximity to the hole. But I'm going with the Sun Kang and John Ha. Those okay. that Asian team. I'm gonna. I'm trying to pick up Diane on a little bit of sort of the guys are from overseas. They're gonna have a chance to play together in an event, have some fun. Very very solid players. Both of them in their own right. I I'm, I haven't caught up on their total seasons, but that's okay. I think they're up for this event, and I'm picking those guys as my dark horse because of their ability to be able to putt the ball. Okay, I love it. See, I mean, that just makes perfect sense because if anyone knows what you have to do well around this course and in this format, it's you. So I definitely trust you at 200 to 1. Um, Our full sheet, by the way, with all of these numbers is on our SG Tour app. So go and check it out. It's our little predictions model. And um, you'll see Hovland and Morikawa at the top. But the team that came in at number two, Ben Ann and Sung Im, when we did all of our our team average re-ranking... And those guys are 40 to 1. So they were uh, they were almost my ones to watch. But, you know, it's very interesting when you go through the list to see some of these teams really jump up almost out of nowhere. Well, we didn't talk about Cantlay and Shoffley. I mean, there would be a there would be an argument a month ago or two when Shoffley was playing super well. He won the Olympics uh, last year that those two might be unbeatable. Um, Shoffley's kind of gone off the boil a little bit. He's missed a few cuts and we haven't quite seen his name for a while. Cantlay, of course, is just steady Eddie. He'll be, he'll be really interesting, uh, playing alternate shot with him because he's just no emotion. It's be, he'd be a great partner to have. So there's a lot of great teams. They've got a great feel. They've deserved it. Um, down there, they do, they, they work hard. It's a great place to go. Fun place. Yes, Diane, I think it's going to be a great week. We won't be able to bet, however, on our SG Tour app this week because we're not coded for, for pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're still bringing it to you anyway. I'm going to do a couple of drawings just to add a little bit of spice to this course. You'll see how I've done the drawings this week for you, Diane, which will tell you how we designed the golf course. Now, these guys, of course, are so powerful, they can cut across a few corners. But there's a few little tricks that Pete Dye put into this course, few angles, wind comes into play, all about being in the correct position to get an angle to some of these shots. And you talked about all those bunkers. There's over 100 bunkers on the course. And some of them are those sneaky Pete Dye trademark tiny hooks. little pot bunkers. The <laughs> the, yeah, and there he's you got go. The, he's got the hooks in there too. And I'll, you, when you want to know what a hook is, you'll see it in the drawings. Uh, Whereas the ball's running into a bunker and it doesn't run into one of these big open areas, it gets caught by a little hook and you're totally dead behind one of these little things. He put them in there on purpose, right <laughs> at the exact spot where 
Okay, great. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Tour Report this week. As I said, the full predictions model of ours is on the Ishi Tour app. So even though you can't play along with the games this week, you can still go and check out the media section. We have everything there. Um, we're going to have all of our picks. We're going to also have Elk's drawings, as he said, and some great strategy around TPC Louisiana. And um, well, next week we have a new event on the PGA Tour taking place in Mexico. And we'll tell you everything you need to know about that next Tuesday. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.